Hey gang, welcome to episode 86 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. I'm Marcella. We are happy to be back. You're sing-songy happy. I know. <laughs> it's because I think I just noticed that the sun just came out for a moment. For the first time in a month. <laughs> There's sun out here in Pittsburgh today. And um, yeah, so we're coming back. We're like right off of Halloween as we're recording this. Um, oh, the candy needs to stop. Did you have a lot of trick-or-treaters? No. We had maybe 15 kids total. Really? Yeah. We would, That's it. We had less than last year, but it wasn't just like 15. It was, I was pretty sad. Like it, I felt, I was like the first hour, there was no, there was zero. And yeah. I was like, this is what Linus felt like mm-hmm. as he was waiting for the great mm-hmm. pumpkin. The best, so the two standouts were the, I'm not even sure how old girl that came with two pillowcases and said, this one's for me and this one's for my roommate. She's sick. With no costume. Your roommate? First of all, yes. <laughs> I'm like... So this would tell me that um, you are old enough to live alone, right. basically. Yes. And pay your own damn bills. Right. <laughs> but you get it anyway, because I'm not going to eat this, <laughs> right. all this candy myself. Like, it's like, what am I going to do? Right. And then the second was the kid who stuck his whole fist in mm. and then had the audacity to say, is this too much? So I had the audacity back to say, yes, put some back. <laughs> I had to chastise a kid, too, because he was he went. I'm not one for them reaching into the bowl. Mm. I, I divvy it out. And I'm generous. Like, I have three or four pieces per kid. Mm-hmm. But this kid, like, reached his hand in there, and he did And I tapped it. And I was like, hey, <laughs> you didn't even say trick or treat. <laughs> and he was probably, like, 12, too. Like, See, it's, and you know better. <laughs> Like, you know better. So it wasn't like he was three years old and rolling up like, like no, 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 sir. Yeah. Sir, I say sir. <laughs> My favorite was the two-year-old in a little police outfit oh. who walked up and his dad said, say trick or treat. Mm-hmm. So he said trick or treat, took it, put his hand in the bowl, grabbed a piece, mm-hmm. and then dropped it in the bag and then went trick or treat and put <laughs> his hand in the bowl and dropped another piece of the bag. He said trick or treat. <laughs> And he just, and his dad was like, no, that's enough. And he had to like pull him away. It was, I don't know, I'd have kept, I just right. wanted to see how many times you, yeah, night. Like, all night. Let's do this. Right. So then later when no one else came, like at 730, no, nobody else had come for a half an hour. Mm. So we were like, all the neighbors on the street turned their lights off. They wow. were done. So I was like, well, well, no one's going to come if there's one light, right. on, you know, I was like, shit, I should have let that kid take as much as he wanted. <laughs> I only bought one small bag of mixed uh-huh. things and then a bag of hundred grand. Mm-hmm. That's it this year. It's all about because I yeah I'm not getting stuck with a ton of candy. Yeah, but I still have some. I still have some, too. and I just want to eat it. I still have all some. Day. It's not a lot. Luckily though, like <clears throat> what's left is are like these tiny Reese's cups. Mm-hmm. And I don't really mm-hmm. like the Reese's cups, and but there's like Jolly Ranchers, which normally mm-hmm. I love Jolly Ranchers, but I have caps on either side of my back teeth and i'm like this is so sad (laughs) so i did make like little bags for my co-workers kids and took them in but i still have like a good couple handfuls of candy left but yeah i'm just gonna eat one now yeah and then like 20 minutes you're like i've already gone through all the twizzlers (laughs) (laughs) those don't no those don't survive no it was the perfect little bag it had whoppers like teeny tiny kit kats that's probably the same bag I got. Teeny tiny Reese's. Twizzlers. And there weren't any Twizzlers. No. It was just Whoppers, Kit Kat, Reese's, and teeny tiny Heath bars. Oh, wow. And that was it. 
And then I got a tiny bag of hundred grand to mix in with it. Huh. And I thought, this is perfect. Yeah. This is even if I have any left over, it'll be a small amount yeah. that I will probably eat. Those were the tiniest Kit Kats the I've ever seen. The tiniest. They make me so mad. They're yeah. I'm like, this is pointless. Yes. I'm, I'm a Some little... kids can be so mad at me I later. Also, right. When I was actually <laughs> handing them out, I was looking. I was like, oh, I almost wanted to apologize. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is like a quarter of a Kit Kat. <laughs> this isn't even fair. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, hey, this is what a Kit Kat would taste like mm-hmm. if you had one right if now. If you had one, but you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the best thing, though, I mean, there were some cool costumes. There were some, like, grown-ass kids. But they had a costume. Yes, they were thrown together, but they wore a costume. Right. That's all I asked. Right. Like, they are probably, like, maybe junior high, freshman high school or something. And um, I had some stickers also. And they got super stoked about the stickers. (laughs) (laughs) But my favorite one in his costume was also looked a little last minute. But at first, I didn't. he was probably, like, eight. And I didn't think he was wearing one at first. But then as he got closer, I realized, like, he's got it on, like, his little long sleeve t-shirts, black, his little, like, white pants that are, like, pulled up a little bit to, like, right underneath his knees, and he's got a little newsboy cap on, and he's got a satchel going across his body, and I was like, are you a newsboy? And he's like, yes, I am. He was very excited that I recognized this, for one, and I was like, oh, my God. And so, like, we also, you know, we have separate non-allergy stuff, so we ask all the kids, do you have any allergies? I'm like, do you have any allergies? He's like, no. I was like, do you have today's paper? He's like, yes. And he pulls out today's (laughs) paper. That's amazing. (laughs) It's like, you, sir, are my favorite. You get the whole bowl. Right, exactly. There you go. Halloween's over, guys. All right. I never even thought of allergies i never i'm just like you're out here's some candy <laughs> not my problem <laughs> your to your mom to right. separate it later <laughs> i mean to an extent yes mm-hmm. like if your kid has allergies right. especially if they're like serious ones where they can't touch right a you're peanut. getting free shit right <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's mm-hmm. something you should probably mm-hmm. look out for. But I only have, like, a couple kids were like, yeah, I have a peanut allergy. It's like, oh, shit. <coughs> Here's a king share of Reese's for you. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I bet I did that to more than one child. <laughs> but, yes, Halloween. Oh, and speaking of, um, so I was tooling around, you know, and another fun part about Halloween was, uh, you know, obviously the costumes and everything. And I saw... Have you ever listened to the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast? So I've the, seen it, but... So, like, the ladies, I follow them on Facebook. They had the best costumes. They were both Riley. One of them was dressed in the army sweater with the nice. basketball and all that stuff. The other one was dressed as a bag of Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So I give kudos yes, <laughs> to those ladies. Yes, they get a big round of applause. That, that was, was perfection. Yeah, that's I, fantastic. I, yeah, I lost it <laughs> when I saw that. They get all the points in the world. That's great. That's fantastic. Oh, so, you know, speaking of Facebook, you guys can feel free to um, interact with us on our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale. You can like it and follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. Uh, we want to thank everybody who's been so super cool about interacting with us thus it. far. Like we've, we've been doing a lot, and you guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are really, we're getting a lot of like thoughtful messages. A lot of Spike is so hot, which also works. Yeah. You know, like yeah. so it's just it's great. Like we are we are here for all. We of do it. polls, and people actually answer them. Now. I know it. Let's <laughs> keep that momentum yep. going. I we like it. Appreciate you all. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so you can also rate and review the show on iTunes, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, and Player FM. So, our where are they now is Miss Claire Kramer. She's so cool. 
Is she? She is. <laughs> she's so. <I> didn't mean- <laughs> <laughs> she is she actually she really is pretty she's pretty cool so i mean i do know that uh she did have a podcast i don't know if it's still going on i couldn't find any information about it, it was called like five by five yeah and um it was an all right podcast you know she was just like an interview geek kind of podcast on geek nation but what i hated was her co-host he sucked he was mm-hmm. like a morning radio Aww. dj type and he was just ugh, he really took a lot away from that and I do know she moderates a lot of Comic Con panels. Mm-hmm. Panels. She was These on. A, she was on one of. Uh, I think it was the Doug Love move. Doug loves movies. Was she? Yeah, and she did his live one of his live podcasts a couple of times. Oh. It was pretty funny. Now, was it you or was it me? was it you that has found out that apparently she's a gay icon? No, I, have, I did not know that. So did I write that? I think so because that's amazing. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, really? I didn't know this. So, I can't wait to hear about it. <clears throat> that's Apparently, great. that's all I. <laughs> I heard it once in a bar. I know, and I don't. I don't know where I got that information. I was walking past Blue like, Moon. And... <laughs> maybe, maybe it was something on her Twitter feed or something <laughs> like that. I don't know, but if anybody they has, should any... have like glory nights at Blue Moon. Oh God, that would be so fun. It'd be amazing if anybody goes to or knows anybody that works at Blue Moon in Lawrenceville here mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Oh, that would be a great place to do a Buffy yes. pop up. Yes, especially a glory one. <coughs> oh, yeah. We could have the best glory cosplay contest. Oh, God, that would be so much fun. So, yeah. Gauntlet is thrown. Yes, awesome. <laughs> Blue Moon, Lawrenceville, and Pittsburgh. Love it. <laughs> Get at us, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I saw something that there was, There are a lot of, like, maybe drag queens that dress up as her. I could see that. Like, yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, if, and if anybody has any, like, particular, like, stories about how glory is a gay icon then let us know. Mm-hmm. We want to hear about it because I don't know when I wrote that. I don't know where I got that. <laughs> um, I don't want to Google it right now. Because so, <laughs> we got a full-ass episode to talk about today. And it's deep. <sighs> These next handful of episodes are so deep. Oh. We, that's why we need tea. They're real, There's yeah. no whiskey involved it. today. It's <laughs> a damn glass of tea because I need the comfort. Exactly. <laughs> this is really heart-wrenching. Like this like the next few episodes are just like it's serious, it's deep, it's heavy and oh. it's not a ride I want to take, but I will We're on it for you guys. Exactly. That's how dedicated mm-hmm. we are to you, mm-hmm. the listeners. So Shadow season 5 episode 8 original air date November 1st, 2000. It's funny however so often like 21st. even 21st. 21st. What is wrong with me? <laughs> um take my glasses off i know (laughs) (laughs) the close-up can't do it (laughs) um so it's funny how like a lot of times when when we are uh when we slack basically uh, on releasing up recording episodes every so often it gets it's it's a personal little a little warmth in my heart when we come around the same date yeah i love it i'm like oh this is what it was like this is Okay, I'm in the groove. Exactly. So we're recording this on November 3rd. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know when this is going to get posted, but um, yeah. And I was all warm and cozy with uh, a cup of tea watching it originally because it was cold. Yeah, it's it's cold AF. Pittsburgh's a cold-ass place. <sighs> Written by David Fury, directed by Dan Adius. Well, whoever. <laughs> Glory transforms a snake into a terrifying monster in her quest to find key. Joyce is hospitalized after being diagnosed with an illness. So, like, for real, that was a summary of what happened. Mm-hmm. What had happened. But that is, yeah. <laughs> what had happened was... That's the five second, that's all you need to know, previously on. <laughs> right. It's like, 
okay. Get ready. Nobody wanted to make it a little bit prettier? Nope. 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 Thanks, IMDb. <laughs> Guest stars, Claire Kramer as Glory, Amber Benson as Tara McClay, Christine Sutherland as Joyce Summers, Charlie Weber as... Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's always Frank. It's Frank is Frank. And Megan Gray is Sandy. <laughs> she shows up again. Yeah. You don't remember who Sandy is? Well, when we get to it, you'll remember. Like, oh, yeah, that bitch. <laughs> um, so Joyce is in the hospital getting tests. She's getting a CAT scan. Yep. Because as we remember from Fool for Love, when we were too busy giggling about Spike. <laughs> there was some serious There was some serious there. shit that happened at the end of that episode. And Joyce had to go to the hospital for an overnight stay to get some tests. Um, Dawn is Dawn and Buffy are in the waiting room, and obviously Dawn is scared, and she's like asking questions about, you know, why is it called a cat scan? Does it look like a cat? But, she's getting on my damn nerves, is what she's doing. Until Buffy and I have the same exact reaction when we actually turn around and look at her. Right. She's so scared. She is, and then so Buffy has to like reel in her her inner immediately. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, because she was about to about to hit her with the one. Dawn, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's a trying time. Because she's asking about cats and if they test the cat scan on cats and you're like, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> and Giles is, it's a very quick scene at the hospital. So very we're quick. just at the magic box very suddenly looking at Giles' beautiful at in the yellow pages. He's uh, working on some marketing. That's how old this is. The yellow pages. Yellow which pages. I have some things about that later. <laughs> so Tara's helping him, I think, or is he he's just gloat he's just like really proud. Yeah. At this moment. She's just hanging out. Just just chilling. Mm-hmm. And uh Xander and Willow and I think Anya, they they come in and um he's really been out of shape because if you remember in the previous episode, or about Riley getting rid of the vamp nest without yeah. them. And he basically narks on him to mm-hmm. Giles, like, hey, Riley did this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Dude, he had grenades. He Come did. on. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't you like. You guys were eating chips. Right. Being pains in the ass. You proved to be less mm-hmm. than able to yeah. handle this task. He had no choice but to handle it on his right. own. He handled shit. That's he what did. he does. He's a fucking army <laughs> dude. That's what he does. Let him do his thing. Anya's super excited to find out if she is mentioned in the ad. <laughs> That's what I love. She's like, who am I mentioned? Yes. Right here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> After we talk about all of our, <laughs> everything that we carry, we talk about the glorious thing that is Anya. <laughs> and I love that Tara's like, no, it's great. In a really hard to read kind of way. <laughs> Which gives Giles a second of pause. Like, huh. <laughs> Because it's like your one-stop shop for all of your occult needs. It's like really hard. Yeah, it is. It's a difficult mm-hmm. phrase. One-stop shop for all of your occult, occult needs. needs. What? Do we want to put occult? In right. The- <laughs> right there. Does occult the- not mean what I, right. what I think it means? Okay. And you have more than just occult <laughs> things. Like, okay. So there's a, I, I think they start doing some research, but there's a moment well, I just like to point out that uh, Xander he opens a book and then he licks his finger and turns the page with it. It's real nasty. Let's talk about it's real nasty. <laughs> that bothers me to mm-hmm. no end. It's uh, like when your mom licks a napkin and then wipes your ooh, face. Like why? Ooh, why are you putting spit? Your spit does not go on the pages of my book. Right on my face. It's. It's and it's also it's yeah especially when it's like someone's doing this and it's a book that's being shared or it's not their book. a magazine mm, mm. 
Don't mm. look at my magazine before I had a chance to. Thank you. Because it's because you're gonna ruin it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're gonna sure. spoil it. It may be four or five months before I get right. to it. It's still mine. I don't <laughs> I care. I bought it. It has my name on it. <laughs> it's shiny and new yes. without your prints on there. But Ooh. then to be like, meh. Mm. Oh my God, that's all so terrible, so terrible. So yes, my husband he has a, a habit of doing that, and mm. every time I twitch a little bit, and you need a water bottle, <laughs> yeah, like the little sponge. Yes, yeah. no, to spray it like spray they do with cats bad when they cat. yes, bad kitty, bad <laughs> kitty. So I had to tell him finally <laughs> after years of me suffering through. I was like, you know what? This is obviously not going to go away on either end. <laughs> this is bothering me. It's going to continue to do so. And I'm like, hey, can you not do that with books that don't belong to you? <laughs> it's fucking gross. It's so gross. So gross. If it's mine, right. it's mine. Right. My spit is allowed on my book. Because sometimes those damn pages... <laughs> Yes, sure. Mm-hmm. I understand. Sometimes. My book. <laughs> it's not yours. No. So after, okay, so once that whole, I got all that out of my system. <laughs> glory, we we take the glory at her place, like surrounded by an obscene amount of shoes. A lot. <laughs> she's just on a bed, just like with shoes and she's Did admiring Did she kill them. someone for this apartment? I would like to know how she obtained this place. Because I have no idea. And... Her minion is Marshall from Alias. Ah, okay. All right. So her minion's there, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, they're doing their Drag. thing. <laughs> they're doing their your creamy coolness. <laughs> this is where, like, her whole story starts, because these little things adore her. So much. And they just, they just plump her up with every... Your effervescent evilness. I don't, what? <laughs> Like some of this shit doesn't even make any no. sense. No, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Your creamy coolness has honored me. What? <laughs> Where do you come from? And then there's something about ripping out. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I offended you. I should rip rip out my tongue." And she's like, "Gimme." <laughs> and he sticks his tongue out. But turns out, what she wants is some, some old spell. script or scroll or something that. And I guess there's a, a spell on it that she needs to do something. Yeah. <clears throat> But he tells her he, she needs like all the ingredients. That's when she sees Giles's ad and she rips it out and she says, I'm going to get everything I want. So I am to understand that I don't know how often phone books come out. I feel like it's like every once every five years. Yeah. It's not very often that they throw trash in my yard. <laughs> so Giles just so happened to get this ad out mm-hmm. at a time when the phone books were just delivered, I guess. And, Apparently. And Glory just happened to have it open to, to that get page. this phone book today of all days. Who opened it? She didn't touch it. No. She she does not even seem like the type to touch a f- no. phone book. No. So who brought it in? Like, is somebody, does she get mail? Right. Because, I mean, I And could... do those minions just walk in the front door and get her mail? Yeah. Because that's, hap- that's what I'm assuming is happening. It doesn't make sense to me. So she's headed to the magic box to get some supplies. I love these opening credits. The Spike parts are so great. They're like all of Spike's best moments. Yeah. They're pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this... It's not this episode, is it? These next two episodes, I confu- I get them mixed up. like Because they're so similar. Yes. In what happens in these two episodes. Yes. Okay, so this is the next <clears throat> moment of where Riley... <laughs> rolls into Buffy's house he just apparently they don't know he didn't use a key the door was just open so Riley strolls in he's like Mm -hmm. yelling around for anybody who's anybody here 
and he hears he finds a nasty blanket on the ground. Right, that's what it is. And then hears some some scuffling, scuffling upstairs. He goes upstairs in uh, Buffy's room and finds Spike sniffing sweaters, standing in broad daylight. Broad ass daylight. Some shiny sun. <laughs> right, right on glistening. his face. Yep, right on right. his beautiful face. <laughs> right there. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a whole thing. This is a dick swinging contest. Is what this <laughs> and is, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last even the way like... Riley walks in the room, he's right. just. It's like uh, you're not gonna win this battle. You're like, <laughs> the fuck are you doing here? Right. <laughs> everything. And Spike's like, hey. He even puts his know. hands on his hips. <laughs> <laughs> so his excuse is that he is, um, you know, picking up. The scent of his prey. <laughs> mm, oh, it makes me so angry. Slayer must. Yes. That's what exactly exactly what he calls it. <laughs> Even Riley's like, all right, let's go. Let's just go. And it's more like, yeah. So as he snatches Spike out of the room, um, Spike manages to snatch a pair of drawers. Yeah. Right out, yep. Right out of her drawer. drawer. Into Wait. his pocket. And the Little kleptomaniac. The look on his face is he's thrilled. Score. <laughs> <laughs> he has turned into a creepy stalker, and it's creepy. It's sweater so smelling. Yeah, draw stealing, nasty ass. Like why, <laughs> creeptastic? Why? <laughs> um, and so they they get downstairs, and there's a little more dick swinging happening, mm-hmm. and uh, Spike <laughs> tells Riley. Uh, there's old what's little sweaters sniffing between sworn enemies, and Spike's like, "Hey, I'm not her enemy. Do she do you spend the better part of the evening buying drinks for your enemy? Mm-hmm. Tell the whole story, Spike. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's <laughs> fake news, <laughs> <laughs> leaving shit out. It's like, oh yeah, me and Buffy were out drinking uh-huh. last night. She was loading me up. We were having a great time. And then he also points out, he's like, why hasn't Buffy done a de-invite spell for me? Right. Great question. Great question. Yes. She's done it twice for Angel. Mm -hmm. And Riley has pause. He's like, fuck, why? This is a good... mm, One more thing. Writes down (laughs) in his journal about more things that he needs to complain to Buffy about. And um, (laughs) then... You're just not man enough for her. You're not monster. You're not dark enough. Yeah. And again, Riley's like... All right, well, I guess I'm going to show you dark. But then he really hits him. Mm, oh, yes. He tells him, he, he lays the big yes. to do on him. He's like, if you're so, uh, you know, close with Buffy, why aren't you at the hospital? Huh? Why would I be at the hospital? Oh, you don't oh. know. Mm. Oh, I've known well, since girl, last night. Let me tell you. Spike. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets, all throughout this conversation, he gets held outside. <laughs> I'm starting to sizzle. <laughs> and he that's when he tells yes. Riley that Joyce had to go to the hospital for some tests and that the pint size one. She's all sickly. Yeah. And so that's how Riley finds out that Buffy's at the hospital comforting her mom. She showed Did didn't not call, call him. him. Not a page. Carrier not even pigeon. A note. Not nothing. Even, not a note left at the nothing. house. It's like, hey, you know, since apparently you just kind of roll in and out of my home. Whether or, or not I'm here. Did they have plans again? And she was just, eh, don't care. Riley, like literally, <laughs> literally, dude, you're like 15th on the to-do list. Read every the day. room. We've talked about this. <laughs> Read the room. Which I, and then when he throws Spike out into the sun. It made Blanket. Me, <laughs> and we hear the sizzle, see the smoke. It starts to make me think because recently I watched Blade. 
about how cool, how much cooler the way their effects were when the vampires were dusted mm-hmm. as opposed to Buffy. That's probably the coolest I've ever yeah. seen. Because it's like a little flame, like mm-hmm. the old little ball. It's just like, it's it's really awesome. I just, had, I just wanted to make a, point, a note of that. But why can they wear sunscreen? And that was my other thing. And it's just okay. Yes. That was Deacon Frost's method right. of... Just put some sun, sunscreen, yeah. sun, like huge amounts of sunscreen and scary a, amount, and a, a motorcycle helmet. Mm-hmm. Like that would make so much sense. Excuse me, like Cam. Remember that episode of um, Modern Family? Anytime Cam goes in the sun, he has like a moo moo. Yes, this. he's like looking like Doctor yes. Moreau. <laughs> That's what Spike should just wander around Sunnydale like that. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> So um, Riley finally makes it to the hospital. And Joyce, or, or Buffy's like, Oh, hi. <laughs> You're here. Oh, Can oh. you take care of Dawn? <laughs> right. That's not, I need you. That's what I need from, I need you to go. I need the, you to go uh, take get, care of my kid sister and get her to, out of my fucking face. <laughs> She's asking me about cats. <laughs> and then shit gets dark. Joyce, like, has to go in for an operation, like, now. We find out she has a shadow. Oh, God. She's in the room with the doctor, and there's all these CAT scan images on the wall, and she's like, I have a shadow. It's somewhere over there. It's so sad, the way that... And, of course, my brain leads me to the moment on Friends when Rachel's trying to look at the ultrasound, and she can't find the baby. (laughs) If you squint your eyes. (laughs) You see it? Yes. (laughs) Really? No. That's what when she was like, hey, it's over there somewhere. He showed me, but I don't, I don't remember. And Joyce is just she's so defeated and sad and like the way frail. that Christine plays this is just spot on because this where's is a, her Emmy for right? supporting guest? Because we we haven't seen this version of Mm-mm. Joyce at all up until this point, and no. this is and these episodes are some of the time, or I guess the times when Christine really gets a chance to kind of shine. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so she has to do that, and the docs, you know, they found the shadow, which is also called the fucking the fake daughter memory shoved into her brain from the monks. Right. Like, that's what that is, guys. Right, it's that's, not a that's what's causing it. it. Yeah, you messed with Joyce's brain one too many times. Oh, poor Joyce. Poor Joyce. And the gang's at the magic box trying to f- do some research on glory, and they can't find anything about it. And it's Tara that's like... Uh, maybe she's really, really old. Like this is the moment. Word old. Right. This is the moment. I think it's probably the first time Tara brings something useful to the yeah. table, and in a clear, concise, <laughs> understood way. Right. She doesn't hem and haw. No. There's not a lot of stuttering. No. There's not something she tells Willow later by themselves. Right. <laughs> like she announces and she looks it to great. everyone. Oh yeah, she looks really good. She looks really pretty in this episode. Mm. And so they're talking about glory, and then Giles turns around and. Hello, leather dress. Your da. wardrobe is. <laughs> she insane. could be anywhere. Yeah. And then she's she turns around there. Uh, there she is. Oh, snap. And I love when Giles like, did you find everything she- you need? No problemo. <laughs> Are you Edward Furlong from Terminator 2? What's wrong with you? Why do you talk like that? <laughs> she's got a real attitude real just attitude on, just on that based on that alone right that would have been enough for me to have pause I'm like i don't think because sunnydale's like got what like 150 people in yeah. there 
<laughs> and you've never seen anyone that dresses like this. No. With this kind of attitude. Right. Because I'm sure she would have come across Cordelia at some point and there would have been right. a cat fight somewhere. Oh, God. Yeah. Speaking of, that dress looks <laughs> like the outfit that Cordelia wore to school after the wish. It does. It reminds me of that. It does look like that. Um, so Giles sells her some stuff. Where'd she get cash? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. He doesn't even really look to see what he sold her. He just no. tosses it in a bag. Because and- apparently he's all preoccupied with, you know, finding glory and all that stuff. And, and they re- figure out that, you know, they remember that. So she buys her the shit and she goes on. So they remember about the Dagon Sphere. Mm-hmm. Which was the monk said that was meant to protect or Repel. ward off, yeah, that that cannot be named, yeah, Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> so they start to put two and two together, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh my god, Glory's probably like really old, and there's probably nothing on her." Which this is the f- no, this is I'm thinking of the the Beast and Angel. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, and we're back at the damn sad place again with the doctor but before we get there um i just want to point out that jazz is looking particularly handsome in this episode he is looking particularly handsome in this episode <laughs> i don't know if he got all aged i know it, this is sparkling like, i love his, his suit it's mm-hmm. very dapper it's just i love it <clears throat> shout out there poppy um so yeah so joyce is a full-on brain tumor yeah and the doctor's just word vomiting all over Buffy. And she just kind of goes blank. <laughs> Nearly like, one out of three patients with this does just fine. Those don't sound like good odds. Those are the worst odds I've ever one heard. One out of three does fine? Fine. Right. Not survives. Right. Lives a long... Mm-mm. No, the, they what? Okay. what? What is fine? They survived the surgery? Right. Like, they... And she had been cuddling with Riley, which was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And then when she starts talking to the doctor, where did he go? I don't know. He just like literally. Like, he skulked off and he's gone. Like, where? She doesn't have time for me. You know what, Riley? I need you to get your shit together. Not about you right now. No. If anybody could have like really like been in need of a therapist mm-hmm. session, Riley, mm-hmm. did he? Yeah. He's, he was through a lot. He should have mm-hmm. gone through some therapy. He should have. <laughs> Instead, he handled it a different way. But then this damn doctor starts asking Buffy all these questions. Does her your, insurance. Yeah. Need copies of the MRI. And her face is just, again, we've said it before. Read the room. <laughs> right. You can tell this girl is just like fire bad tree pretty. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. All she's thinking is my mom's going to die. Right. Brain tumor. Brain tumor. Yeah. Brain tumor. Brain tumor. Why are you asking me? And she doesn't answer him at all. No, it's like, she maybe chokes out something about her having a Bluetooth for her yeah, phone. Yeah, he's like, does she use a cell phone? Does she blah blah? Does, does she live, live by power, power line? What? Who doesn't? Is that actually a question? Are you asking? And then Frank, because we're not calling him Ben. Frank comes in because I hear his voice in the kitchen. I'm like, ooh, Frank's on. <laughs> What's up, Frank? What you got for us now? He's got some advice. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he interrupts the doctor. He's yeah, like, um, they need I think you. They, yeah. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, thank you. Yeah. So he's, you know, trying to like rescue Buffy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to uh, because he's a good doctor, but doesn't have the bone in his head to tell him when to back off. Mm-hmm. Would bone? there be a bone for that? Is it a bone, doctor? Ben? <laughs> <laughs> you sure that's what you want to go with? <laughs> and at this point, we're still wondering. Why are you here? <laughs> he always shows up. Yeah. 
Like, how big is this hospital? How small is this hospital? Right. Like, at this point, we don't know why he's around. No, but he's always there. He's there. His shift always in- coincides <laughs> with whenever Buffy's Right. There. So we're thinking, is he supposed to be a new love interest for her? How about you get rid of the old one first before you, you make, bring the new one? Make it clear to the old guy. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> she's had some pretty deep conversations with Ben. Yeah. Much deeper you than know. anything she's probably had with him. Right. <laughs> Oh yeah! Who shit. finally comes back, Buffy? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where the fuck were you? Could have used you. Did like, you have to really? pee that bad <laughs> at that moment? Like he could have been useful at that right. moment to help her. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's like, "No, okay, what you want?" And she's like, "I got to go do something. I I got to do something. I got to find some kind of spell, a healing spell, something. Go get Dawn. <laughs> watch Dawn. It's <laughs> all I need you to do is watch Dawn." <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I'll go. I'll go do that. Okay. Um, yeah. So Buffy wants to try magic. <laughs> That's what got us here in the first place, right? Buff. Magic has consequences. How have we not thought about? Hey, maybe it's all those fake ass monk memories that right? her, that shoved in her head. Maybe you should go get a cat scan. Right? Maybe everybody maybe you know should, should go get some cat scans. The whole town <laughs> needs cat scans. Right. 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 Because so everyone like, in Sunnydale has been duped by these monks, yes. including somebody. But we the never teachers. see we never see Hank again. He's probably dead somewhere. No one knows it. He just couldn't take it. Uh, like just, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> That's why he's not getting your messages, Buff. Right. He just blew up. You <laughs> too many memories <laughs> of him being a piece of shit. <laughs> And which monk was like, let's make the dad a piece of shit. That's, yeah, that's what this story needs. Now, one of my favorite moments in the episode happens at the magic box when Anya's looking through the receipts. <laughs> and she starts off kind of caught. Hey. hey, no one's paying attention to her. So she quickly escalates. Like three times. Yeah. It gets a little every time. And just, hey! <laughs> and what she wants to know is who sold these ingredients together. Right. These really bad ingredients together to someone. Something like a bloodstone and yeah. an amulet that could be used to make a monster. Yes. And she <laughs> she has forgotten how to speak to people again. And Giles is like, I did that. She's like, what are you, stupid? And Xander's <laughs> like, hey, we talked about this. It's number like seven. On the list. <laughs> Of how to talk to your employer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah. And then Giles is like, eh, it didn't seem that big of a deal. The young lady that I sold it to, what? Why is everyone looking at me, huh? Young lady? Well, a, everyone's like, young lady. Oh, snap. They deduced that it was probably glory. Yeah. And it's bad. Uh, it's going to be some bad things. But then for whatever reason, we get a daddy in me moment. In the park instead of talking about this really bad spell. Yeah. We have to deal with the super uncomfortable moment where, again, someone forgets to read the room. And we're all reminded once again that Dawn is a spaz. (laughs) (laughs) So, first of all, we get this super sad story from Dawn about... How this is where they they're at a park with a carousel, and so Don's like, "Oh, when we first moved to Sunnydale, our tenth birthday had happened, and Mom rented this carousel out for an hour for me and all my friends, except I hadn't made any friends." <laughs> Joyce, you know what I just got? Who was she supposed to? 
But read the room, Joyce. Right, read the room. But if you were in school, you could have handed out some right. invites to some kids. <laughs> Anybody's coming to a Ferris wheel or ten, a carousel right, party. Ten years old. Like, right? like what else are y'all doing? You don't know each other anyway. Right. Just hand them out. <laughs> ten years old in the nineties. Come on. But like, instead, her, Buffy, and Joyce ran around in a for an hour because mom wanted to get her money's worth. And why couldn't the monks bring a give a give her a better first birthday in Sunnydale? <laughs> Why couldn't the, why do the monks hate her? They did so much bad stuff to her. Like making her a fucking straight up spaz. Just spaz. So one of my birds. Uh, it's an inadvertent bird. <laughs> she didn't mean it as such. So oh, done. <laughs> so I, bad. I laugh. I laugh every time. So Don's talking to Riley about how, you know, I think you're good for Buffy. Blah, blah, blah. Just stop there. Right. Stop she, right there. Like, you know, she she didn't she doesn't cry as much as with you as she did with Angel. And and, and Marley's like, oh, hey, I'm feeling a little good about myself. What he did a lot of bad stuff to her. Uh, she's like, oh, you know, I was just always worked up. You know, I was like, my boyfriend's a vampire, blah, blah, blah. She's all crazy and crazy. She doesn't get all worked up like that over you. <laughs> And he immediately gets so sad. His whole face drops and he's just like, I hate myself. And he poops his heart out. He does. It's it's so sad to watch it happen. And she can't read the room. She's such a spaz. She doesn't even notice and keeps going. (laughs) She's just so, she's the worst. She is just the worst. And no one knows, nobody knows this conversation has happened because I'm sure Buffy would have just, seriously, you already told him he was weak and kidney and now he's, that's it. Stop leaving her alone with people. How about, Dawn, do you want to break up with Riley for me? Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, God. Okay. So Buffy makes it back to the magic box and is like, hey, I want to try magic. And they're all like, whoa. It's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Could make it much worse. Can't be interfering magics with the real world right. and stuff. And Buffy accepts it. Plus, Anya's like, we already did enough fucked up shit today. <laughs> Didn't we? <laughs> and they, they blame it on her. They're like, oh, no, she dro- she broke something. <laughs> I did not. I did no such thing. <laughs> I will demand you to tell the truth, right? please. <laughs> <laughs> Which they eventually do have to tell her what happened. Oh. And it's not quite as funny as the last time they had to give her bad news. <laughs> no. <laughs> she said, oh, my God, are you guys okay? Yeah. She's perfectly pleasant. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're fine. And Giles actually says, if it makes you feel better, I think I overcharged her. I love that. <laughs> it's nothing to do with anything. Um, but No, it doesn't make me feel any no. better. I don't get it. makes me feel a little bit worse about you as a proprietor. <laughs> A little concerned about what you're doing. You cooking the books over here, right? <laughs> about your laurels and your situation. <laughs> What's your integrity looking like? <clears throat> and I do like that they bring up Xander makes some mention about why can't people just be bunny worshippers? You know your girlfriend, right? Right. You know the one thing she's scared of. You couldn't pick any other word because like, they're talking about it being us. Yes, nightmares. yes. <laughs> <laughs> So they're finding out that she's going, that Gloria's got a spell and she's going to make a big old snake. <sighs> I don't know why point. this big old snake can sniff out the key. Makes no sense to me. No, there's like some people of worship cobras. Sobakites. <laughs> Sounds like Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> so I just imagine. 
<laughs> I just keep imagining tiny little Johnny Lawrence's, and you've got the Funko back there, and I keep seeing it. Strike first, strike hard. Yes. No, mercy, oh my God. So yeah. So so Buffy deduces, I guess, that uh, she's she finds her at the fucking reptile house mm-hmm. at the same zoo. The same. The same zoo. hyena zoo. Except they've made it a cobra room now because we only have one set. <laughs> yes, it's now a reptile house. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gloria's there. She snags a cobra, and her and Grok or Greek or Drake Dreg. Dreg are there chanting. And mm-hmm. she's so cute. She's like, "I'm gonna make you a star." But it's a cobra that does not have arms. It's a regular so, ass cobra. So when it gets bigger, why is it sprout? I mean, like arms and. Why not just give it legs too while we're at, like I mean oh, fuck no then it would run ah it slithers fast enough could you imagine it running well, a giant cobra has arms on on for no reason and I don't see if like carry or use the arms at any point in this Mm-mm. episode they just they're just swinging um so yeah I don't know why this is the thing that's supposed to find the key <clears throat> Glory's all mad because the incantation as long as they mu- they really are they are it takes a lot yeah it reminds me of the angel episode when they're doing at the end of the first season and they're doing the spell with the box we won't mention what's in the box oh yeah yeah and holland <laughs> it's like oh they haven't even gotten to the <laughs> <laughs> somebody paged me when it's hey, like closer if it's worth getting if it's worth having it's, it's worth, probably going to be long yeah if it's worth selling your soul for yeah. and, and conjuring up dark forces then <laughs> right you're going to have to take a little time with yep. it. You're just going to have to wait it out. And Glory's complaining about it, and Buffy interrupts and starts fighting. Gloria's super impatient. She's so funny. <laughs> She's And she talks a lot while she fights. She's kicking her ass. She is. Well, Buffy's reptiles. kicking her butt first, and she's like, this isn't right. <laughs> this is not how this goes. What? And then she starts kicking some ass, and she's like, there we go. Yeah. This, like, this, this feels right. about it's right. It's almost like a dance the yeah. way that's happening. Like, I, I do appreciate the choreography, the dance, mm-hmm. the uh, fight choreography. And also her little, her comments are, are like likening to, she's talking about how, you know, you, like star stage, I'm carrying mm-hmm. your performance. And, yes. and then when she finally like tosses her away, she's like, scene. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we love. And I do appreciate Glory. that. Yes. Um, but I'm also... I forget. Does Buffy get knocked out? She just gets knocked down, and she kind of runs. I think like she sees the big cobra. Yeah, and she takes off. And yeah, she takes off. So I don't know why she wasn't as concerned about it. <laughs> right at first, I don't know why she left. Right, you're like, um, I'm just gonna let you do your thing. My shoulder hurts. It, yeah, like it just like she kind of she doesn't run. Yeah, she doesn't run after she goes. She leaves. She, she goes to the she hospital. Leaves. And she just calls folks and like, hey, this is what's going yeah. on. She's like, I couldn't stop it. And she doesn't say to Giles, he's made to find the key. Right. No, she's just like, um, <laughs> got my ass beat. <laughs> he's like, oh, God, Buffy, are you hurt? Yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm at the hospital. Got an ice pack on. It's, <laughs> it's not good, Giles. <laughs> she hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to come? No. But before that, Riley comes into the magic box and. He gets real shitty with them because like, they let Buffy go off on her. And again, this is like the third or fourth time in the show that Giles is just like, excuse me. <laughs> you don't let Buffy do anything. Exactly. You should really know that by now, Riley. Right. Honestly. And it's Xander that's like, oh, talking about going off all on your own, huh? Somebody else. Captain America went all, you know. 
Xander. Half cocked. Uh, right, yeah, Xander, sir. Um, and still, uh, Giles, or Riley is unconcerned. <laughs> I'm not even sure he apologizes. No, I don't think he does. He's like, <laughs> whatever. So anyway, what I got is... I'm sad. <laughs> so, you're the only one I've told that she hates me. And you see it. And you won't help. Why won't you help me? Why won't you speak to her on my behalf? <laughs> Just like the worst thing is he leaves the magic box. He's like, well, if Buffy needs me. <laughs> And just trails off and just kind of doesn't even finish the sentence. No, just Charlie Brown's his way out the door. Just like... Throws his hand up in the air, <laughs> and Sanders like <laughs> turns around to no one. Like, why am I saddled with this secret? Why nobody else heard that? Right. Else saw that. Yeah. <laughs> why me? So Gloria told this damn snake to go to the holy places. Sure. Okay. Also, I'm a little bit confused. Yeah. Uh, Buffy, when Buffy called Giles, she's like, school's about to let out. Don's coming to you. When and why did Don go back to school? I don't know. I thought he was, I thought Riley was supposed to pick her up from school and keep her occupied. Right. So why did he send her back to school? Right. <laughs> he was just pissed about what she right. said. He's like, you know what? Fuck I you. Can't. Go back to art class. <laughs> I can't with you. So no one wants to be around you. <laughs> so she was like in school for like what? 45 minutes? Right. <laughs> and then she had to walk alone <clears throat> to the magic cool. box. <laughs> so yes, the <laughs> the cobra is is sussing out holy places. And Riley goes drinking at Willie's. His favorite place. After he talked so much shit on mm-hmm. him earlier seasons. And then um, he comes across the same vamp girl. Yeah, Sandy. Sandy saw before. Sandy. Mm-hmm. And then this time. And if you don't remember Sandy, Sandy got eaten by Willow. By yes. Doppelgangland Willow. Yes. In Doppelgangland. So she's just been like chilling around. like Hanging out in Sunnydale like a weirdo. The only thing is. The, the, the siren though. Like nobody. Like, right. She bit her. but She bit her. She drained her and threw her on the floor. But nobody was. Right. Fucking... When did we see her drink from anybody else? It's right. my same complaint with Harmony. Harmony got bit by some rando right. at graduation. And drained left. and thrown on the ground. Right. Who fed her? Who fed her? Who and buried, then buried her? her. Right. Convenient. Yeah, exactly. Like no, ran- no other random vampire is going right. to come around like, oh, well. Half half done, I guess. There you go. Yeah. No. No. So, yeah, so that's a little bit perplexing. But this time, Riley lets her take him off into an alleyway. Gross. Mm. I'm, like, really super skeeped out by this whole thing, thing, by this this storyline. It's so stupid. Yeah. This part's gross, but where it goes is even Ah, worse. Yeah. At least Sandy's clean. Right? Like, he ends up hooking up with some real fucking trash bags nasty like <laughs> hepsy all over her face it's really gross why does this vampire have nasty open sores on her face Ugh. and i love how spike reacts i can't wait till we get there to see. <laughs> so she's bit feeding on him and then finally riley riley you know he, it's rude is what it is <laughs> and then he stakes her yeah sir sir i thought we had an agreement <laughs> yeah <laughs> So rude. <laughs> I don't know what made him do this. Like, 
He just wanted to feel something. I wanted to feel something. I guess it's supposed to be like the equivalent of cutters or uh, this is like cutters and cheaters and drug addicts. I guess this is where we're going. But he killed this. her. This is some serial killer shit. And serial killer. This is behavioral issues. <laughs> he needs a therapist because he kind of dug killing her too. He, he got off. <clears throat> he got off on it real bad. You and then we're back to this creepy snake. This is some of the worst CGI. Holding its this little whole... hands, it's just gliding along with its little arms. <laughs> it's so bad, and its eyes keep glowing Ugh. when it's sniffing things Ugh. out. I hate snakes. Snakes with arms are not allowed. No, it's, it's dumb. So he finally crashes. You want to give it feet? <laughs> so it finally crashes into the magic box, and. Um, Everyone's like, the fuck? Yeah. Buffy strolls in like minutes before it gets there. Not like, hey guys, there's a snake on the loose. No. We should really be concerned. I'm tired. So tired. Let's go home, Dawn. I'm like, why did you think the snake was not of concern to you? Right. She heard her say, right. go find my key. Buffy's just, she got a lot on her plate. Her arm hurts. Her mom's got a tumor. They got to go back to Joyce. So the snake comes and goes directly to Dawn. And Dawn screams. Great scream. Great. <laughs> and su- such a scream that the damn thing is like, ugh. <laughs> spaz. <laughs> they told me you were a spaz. I didn't believe them. <clears throat> and Gloria's having a temper tantrum about why is it taking Where's so my snake? <laughs> She's kicking shit around. She's jumping on furniture. It's too much. She can't take it. Time. What about my time? <laughs> and um, so Buffy's like, holy shit, it knows. It knows. So mm-hmm. she goes running off after him. And then there's a whole fucking scene of her fighting it, trying to choke it out. She's riding she looks like the snake. Giles. Only Giles. Because at this point, Giles is the only one that knows. Right. That's right. And she's like, yes. It knows. It knows. So she goes and, yeah, so... Yeah, this whole thing with Buffy Why the snake. Why is the snake afraid of Dawn? Is Willow's question. Right, which valid, um, which is a very good question. Let me go find out. I was like, I will go ask him and see. <clears throat> Chokes him out with a chain and then, you know, he fakes that. He fake deaths her. Oh, it's oh. pretty funny. <laughs> oh, you got me. But it went right down Main Street. Mm-hmm. How is it not all over the news the next day? And how did they dispose of the body? And why did she keep hitting it with one hand? Because her arm was her shoulder. But and <laughs> still, <laughs> that's a very good reason. I forgot about her shoulder being messed up. Oh. But she's just like, Ugh. Uh. she uh. beats it to death, to death. And there is a shocking lack of fluid coming out yeah. of this thing. There's like a little bit, mm-hmm. but the strength and the amount. Mm-hmm. The quality and quantity of these punches, there should have been a lot more. She should have yep. been covered in some Spice sort Slayer. Of she carry a gun. Spake, spake, snake. Gook. Gook. She chased Whatever. this thing for quite a while. She did. That, even in Giles' shiny red car. Yeah. Which he crashed into oh, several times. I was so concerned. I was Because <laughs> I don't watch this episode that much either. And then I was like, oh my God, that is new car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's fine. He just trashed some trash. He didn't actually hurt anything. So, um, they go back to the hospital. This thing is defeated. Well, what makes no sense is Glory standing in the window looking outside. Mm-hmm. We see the shot of Buffy beating the thing to death, and then we pan up. Not very far from... Not very far from where Buffy's killing this thing. Right. 
is Gloria's apartment. She's looking out of the window at, where's my snake? So your glorificus fucking god right. eyes can't. Right there. He's it's like in in your lobby. He's like <laughs> It's like the courtyard of your apartment. Like you can't see that? Like right next to the, the communal barbecue pit? Right. Like right there. She may have even looked up, waved, and kept hitting it. I mean, it's right there. But she doesn't see it. Buffy doesn't get rid of it. No. Because next so we again, see, she just strolls into the... Who took Dawn to the hospital? Right, because Riley's off getting drained, getting sucked off. <laughs> Giles is stalled out in an alley somewhere. <laughs> and the rest of them, they don't... I don't... They're still at the magic box, probably like boarding up walls because a snake crashed through the window. And the one thing about Sarah Michelle Geller in this episode... And it's bugged me from the very beginning. That poor girl cannot run. Yeah. She's so heavy footed when she runs. Yeah. And awkward. It's problematic. It's like watching Phoebe run. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> Use the stunt double because she's like. I don't know why she runs. Like I that. don't either. It's so weird. <laughs> and yet she does every time. So they get back to the hospital and Joyce tells Dawn what's going on. And there's a moment when, you know, I, you know, Joyce and Buffy have like a little moment. And then she's like, okay, send Dawn in. I don't look like scary mom. Because she's got like this bandage on her head. Oh. It's all too much. And then as Buffy is leaving, she like sees Joyce like, you know, hug Dawn and all that stuff. And I've. I feel like there's probably like, you know, again, like that little tinge of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not even fucking real. Pumpkin <laughs> belly. Uh, book club. Uh. I just wanted. <laughs> but yeah, it was a real tender, sweet moment. And then um, she goes outside and Riley's here. Hey, Buffy. He's putting on a fresh turtleneck. Fresh turtleneck. <laughs> it goes to the suits him. He looks great. Yeah. He's, he's got just, a pep in his step. He's like, oh, hey, what's I going just... on, girl? Let it out. And he's just like, let it mm-hmm. out, baby. Let it out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't. I can't. Because if I don't, I may never, if I do, I may never stop. Yeah. And. We've been there. We've all been there. Right. It's very, it makes sense. <laughs> Except like, he's like, hmm, you won't let me comfort you. Why? <laughs> and she's like, hey. And her mom calls her. She's like, they need me. Mm-hmm. I got to go. And he's left. <laughs> <laughs> all by himself. <laughs> In the hallway, like a shot. It's just, a, it's just like head hung mm-hmm. and the camera pulls out slowly just you can to... see the masculinity just <laughs> dripping into a puddle around him and i'm sure there are riley lovers out there that are just like he's so sad you just don't understand no i can't <laughs> he's being extremely selfish and needy right it's now. it's not about you it's like i understand that in a way like he's He's not really being selfless and wanting to comfort her. Right. No, this is not some like she was. Well, let him be, you know. You will let him be great. No, this is for selfish reasons because mm-hmm. he needs to feel needed. He has shit since the whole initiative blew up. Yep. He doesn't have anything to do. What does he do all day? I don't know. He doesn't even have like, a job. Puddling around. Right. He's not going to school. Mm-mm. No. Seriously, what is Riley doing all day? Sitting around thinking about how Buffy doesn't like him. In in his dark-ass apartment. Storefront apartment. Mm -hmm. All right, you know what? (laughs) I'm so sick of these kids not having jobs. I know. Like, you can't... Where do you get your money? Right. Where are you purchasing? I got... Okay. You know what? I'm just gonna... No, he can't be trust fund because he's from, like, Iowa or something, Mm -hmm. right? And his parents are farmers Mm -hmm. or some shit. Yep. (sighs) Anyway. He needs a job. 
Anyway, maybe he had job, something else to focus on. Maybe. maybe it's time to get in touch with yourself, Riley. Right? Maybe find out who is Riley. Right? <laughs> Does Riley need? Maybe was was he actually? All right, I, enough, enough. I can't do it. There's Mm-mm. no song. Mm-mm. There's no no song this week. But there were. Um, it's all too depressing. It's all very depressing. So there was a another. Um, there were a couple other burns <laughs> that we had, mm-hmm. and um. Like you added to mine. I did because I love the whole. You need the backup. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, go for it. Xander comes in to the magic box and he's saying, "I'm just saying, I think it's rude." It's like at the very beginning of this episode. Yeah, and Willow says, "I wouldn't call it rude," and Xander says, "Rudish, rude-esque, whatever you want to call it." When a person makes a destroy all vampires <laughs> dates, it's simply courtesy to wait for your co-destroyer. <laughs> Am I right, Giles? <laughs> And Giles is all, I'm almost certain you're not, but to be fair, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. That's kind of mean. It's kind of rude. But we've also all been there. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Spike, when he and, you know, Riley are having their pissing match, he's like, at least I've still got the attitude. What have you got? Piercing glance. <laughs> Which it's not even that piercing. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> it's really not. Oh, God. Somebody's drop, Sandy. Sandy. Poor Sandy. And then the spawn of Sobek that Buffy. The spawn of Sobek. Spawn of Sobek. Real fucking name. Um, Buffy beat to death with her hands. She beat hand barehanded. Um, It does pass the Bechdel test, um, mostly with talk about Joyce and between Buffy and Joyce, and so yeah. I mean, sad that Joyce has to fucking be dying. Right. Random trivia. It's just that this marks the end of Sandy. Bye, Sandy. See ya. Bye, girl. Bye. You didn't even speak, I don't think, in this episode. <laughs> Maybe a word or two. No, I don't think she did. She just rolls into Willie's with and like, some piercing glances. Yes. She, <laughs> they exchange piercing <laughs> <Yes>. glances. <laughs> this, and, and like we said, there's no song. There's just an incredibly depressing score at the end of the episode. Ooh. Like the scenes in the alleyway that match up with the killing of the snake and it's oh, it's yeah. all so depressing it's so much and the moral of the story is just basically the fact that i mean it's just all real it's all too real for it's us to try to real. like i can't find any hidden moral be an adult <laughs> i don't know it's too much the being an adult few, sucks the next few are going to be too much um where we got this like yeah man i don't Oh, that triangle gets pretty lighthearted after a minute. Um, <laughs> they had an amazing love. <laughs> so let us know what you thought of Shadow. You can send us a voice message at 412-385-7250. Or you can send us an MP3 file less than a minute and email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. More than likely, absolutely we're gonna play it on the mm-hmm. air and you can also send us a facebook message too if you want make sure to check out marcella's blog which i haven't written anything lately because i'm too lazy the it's hell. hello marcella blog just it's also check it on, out. yeah facebook and all that stuff yeah i post more on instagram and on facebook now than i have been writing okay I just haven't had time to actually sit down and write. There's content there. Yeah, there's there's content there. There. Look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. So next week, we're going to get into <sighs> listening to fear, which is another one that I rarely... I skip it a lot. Yeah. There's like a 
smooth 45 seconds worth of mm-hmm. spikerificness in there. <laughs> and that. it is the bits of spike that we get. They're good. They're good. The, like, literally, it's like 45 seconds. Yeah. But um, just, yeah, follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale or me, Camila, at the underscore Rugged Angel. Or me, Marcel, at Msphere7338. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for talking to us. Until next time. Yeah.